Well, of course, the, the Advent theme, the idea of the coming of Christ uh, on Christmas Day continues to sort of become intensified more and more throughout our the selections from our scriptures. So we have from our first reading the Song of Songs. This, even at just at a kind of a literary level, at a purely looking at it as human literature, is one of the greatest love poems ever written, ever, in any kind of culture, at any time, in any time, any place. Um, and the the Old Testament people of God always read it as a, as a as a analogy or a metaphor for the relationship between Israel and God. And then in the New Testament era, the the appropriateness of applying it metaphorically between the union of of God and, and humanity becomes all the more obvious because of the incarnation. Because Christ, who then in the New Testament era is likened to a, a bridegroom. And then the church as the bride. So then, as in the Christian era, we look at this as a, as a um, an allegory for the relationship between Christ and the church. So we, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but uh, you know, you can look at it from a purely human perspective, a literal perspective. You can also look at it as a, as an analogy uh, for Christ's and uh, love for the church and the church's uh, love for Christ. Notice in the poem. And this is true to human nature and the, the masculine uh, principle and the feminine principle within humanity is the, the male lover is the active principle in this whole relationship. And so he's actually pursuing the woman. <clears throat> so it says, here he comes, springing across the mountains, leaping across the hills. He's like a gazelle or a young stag. And he stands behind the wall. So it's, it's kind of like those opening verses are from the perspective of the, the woman who she's just very excited to, you know, think he's... Is he's coming in, and he's coming, coming to her. So remember, we're in the Advent season. So this is the coming of Christ. All right, and we're we're waiting, we're looking through the slats, and we see, and he comes. It's very, you know, um, exciting, and that that excitement that these lovers are having for and feeling for one another is something that we should have for the coming of Christ on Christmas Day. This whole analogy kind of falls short a little bit nowadays because from what I from what I read. Unfortunately, a lot of uh, guys, because of because of these guys, because of these things, uh, a lot of the traditional dating practices are really kind of going out of style. So some people say like dating doesn't even really happen. It's more of like people contact each other through this. You know, you know, guys are afraid of rejection. So so this thing is like it kind of limits that whole scary you know experience of. Oh no, am I going to be rejected by her? So I, if I just send her a little text message, <laughs> you know, that's the way to do it as opposed to actually, you know, face to face rejection. It's easier to get rejected on a phone. And besides, you can be playing two or three women at the same time and the, without them knowing, you know. So, so that's the other advantage of the text messaging. But, you know, it, it is true though. Unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of technology has limited some of these traditional kind of court, courtship, uh, patterns that help us actually understand by way of uh, human love, God's love for us and our relationship with God. Um, also, too, in our gospel text, we've got uh, Mary who's coming. Okay, so the advent of Mary to Elizabeth, but it's really the she's the bearer of Christ. So it's the Christ child coming to visit. And we call we refer to this whole incident in the gospel as the visitation. So Christ is coming to visit uh, humanity um, through the blessed through the blessed Mother. Um, here's a question uh, that I, I might ask myself here, and I don't know if I've got a ton of technical uh, reading to, to buttress this, but this is just my intuition. Take it for what it's worth. I do think 
uh, that when Christmas time comes, it's really not, it's not just a symbolic um, celebration, but that Jesus really is waiting for that particular day, five days from now. He's really waiting for that particular day to give us a special grace if we're open for it. Okay, so there really is kind of a spiritual advent. You know, we're celebrating the advent of Christ in the flesh, which of course already took place 2,000 years ago. We're celebrating the advent of the Christ uh, when he comes at the end of time, which will happen in the future. But but right now, in re- reality, on Christmas Day, I believe there's a spiritual advent that will take place, a spiritual grace, and uh, we receive it to the extent that we're open to it and that we're ready for it. So let's make that extra effort to really prepare for that special day uh, even if you go to Mass at the 4 o'clock Mass, um, remember, that's still kind of an anticipatory Mass, the Christmas Eve Mass. Christmas proper, that special grace of Christmas proper, doesn't come until the Midnight Mass uh, or the, the Christmas Day Mass. So if you just go to the 4 o'clock Mass, which is fine if you do that, make sure to take some special time, set it aside on Christmas Day to open your heart and to pray to God and to receive that special grace that he wants to give us. Um, so let's, over the next few days, let's be excited like the, the lovers here in the, in the Song of Songs, and let's prepare ourselves for the, for the coming of Christ on Christmas Day.